0: This podcast is sponsored by the Club Women's Network. It can be lonely working for yourself, so this online support and learning network is here to help women learn what they need to know to stay in business. They meet online twice a month and in-person meetups too. They teach you everything from reels to financial forecasting. For more information, check out theclubwomensnetwork.com. Welcome to the Mum Mind podcast or How to Stop Your Mother Falling Out of Your Mouth. I'm Steph McSherry.
1: I'm Bethan O'Reardon.
0: We're both parents.
1: And we're both parenting experts. So
0: this week we've had a question about how to handle other parents. <laughs> Ooh. It's, I think as you move through school, I think when you start off, kind of I don't know parent and toddler groups or even preschool you don't really have much to do with other parents other than the parents that you already hang out with was that your experience
1: yeah yeah absolutely Um, I feel like I should just start this podcast as well by saying that it's midterm when Mm. we're recording this and my kids are at home so anything is likely to happen I could get asked for snacks toilet roll someone's fighting yeah I don't or know what's all happened. of the
0: above. The all dog the needs above. to be
1: taken to the toilet. Yeah,
0: <laughs> to so it might be. It. it might be noisier than than normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, you kind of, you sort of find your tribe, don't you? Or you try to. And I think, yeah. especially for mums like us, who were parenting away from families, and mm. the parents who you meet at these toddler groups, you it they it it really does become more important that you find people that you get on with because you've nobody else but you know. i find
0: as you move through school that kind of changes because as your kids get older your kids choose who to hang out with right you can't say oh you can't be friends with them or you can't be friends with them unfortunately um <laughs> sorry <laughs> who says says? <laughs> <laughs> oh interesting um but i have i've had somebody approach me recently as well and say how do you how do you handle somebody like I find most people, oh, I can hear shouting in the background already. Um, oh, most people you can hear, you can <laughs> You can hear, got completely distracted. Most people you can reason with, right? I've had experiences where my kids have done something wrong. You've knocked on the door. And I, I've said, you know, it's important that we apologize because that wasn't very nice. And that person's upset, gone through all of that stuff. And then I've experienced the total opposite where the parents gone. No, nope. they didn't do anything. And you're there going uh No, they definitely did.
1: <laughs> it's fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, and
0: I I find it difficult. I, I find that difficult. I know other people find it difficult. So what?
1: Help us all there, Bethan, please. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go now. Bye. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Someone's calling me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you know? I just remember a mum at the school gate getting punched once by another <gasps> mum, and this wasn't me. I'm not jazzing up this Are other mum yeah I mean so this is how out of hand this stuff gets but what you're saying also reminds me of there's this um thing I'll use the word thing in my professional 20 years of working sure. with people go with mm-hmm. thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. called the Dunning-Kruger effect and oh. there's a great video narrated by Stephen Fry on YouTube with about the Dunning-Kruger effect and it's when people get convinced by their own thoughts and you can't There is no persuading them otherwise. So the video on YouTube is about a guy who (laughs) squeezed lemon over his face because he thought he'd be invisible and then he robbed a bank. And so obviously there's CCTV footage of him robbing a bank and still he's like, no, that's not me. I was invisible. And even after psychiatric assessments and mental health assessment, the guy was deemed to be normal walking wounded that we all are.
0: just convinced himself.
1: Yeah. And so this happens. And so you see it in politics a lot as well, you know, with politicians and yeah. they are convinced. It didn't something... happen. It didn't, yeah. happen. didn't happen. But yeah. we have
0: footage. No, it didn't happen.
1: <laughs> and they actually believe it. You well, know, so,
0: frumpity Trump or just, yes. put, you know, humpty dumpty, whatever, without, you know, wanting to get assassinated.
1: Well, he is in this video as well, you see. Ah, you okay. know, so He's in this video about how our brains, our brains are so tricky. So when another parent is or any other person is just stuck in this loop of like, no, they're not, no, they're not this i always think and th- and this is like real therapy so yeah, so yeah. there's like there's like in the moment of like oh my god this is so frustrating this is so annoying but in some way, this is a great lesson for us as parents because we are being activated. It's a real classic example of, hey, this isn't about you, other parent. You, you could almost shake their hand and say, thank you, because you have helped me understand another part of me. And I actually don't want to be like you. So this is wonderful news. Thank you. But so- the bit
0: I get concerned about no you finish your point first sorry I cut right across you there but go on no go for it I'm really intrigued now well I was there going surely they're doing their own kids a disservice because if your child if you are never saying I'm gonna be honest like one of the first things that I say if my kids get off the school bus and there's been an incident the first thing I say is what did you do
1: (laughs) Yeah. What was your bit?
0: Yeah, because I'm not daft. I know they didn't sit there and let everyone else do all of this stuff. And they sat there like little angels. What did you do? And then I I always back that up with you're not going to get in trouble. I just need to know the whole story so that I can help you.
1: Yeah, and this is it. I mean, isn't it just taking the shame away from everything? Like, if they got off the bus and you're there with your angry mom face on, like, well, what did you do? Or however you talk in your angry mom voice, (laughs) that's really unhelpful. But there's, I mean, especially even with things like phones and stuff, kids make mistakes all the time. And and it's now because they have phones or this, that and the other, the stakes are getting higher. So there's generally a recording, whether it's through text or video yeah. or something of this thing. So the best thing we can do as parents is be like, well, OK, sit down. I went for chips with one of my kids yesterday to have a conversation around something. and And it was great. We had a great old chat and we laughed and child was. Um, embarrassed and full of fear and chips and garlic sauce helped to alleviate pain for all around mm. it, it was a big chat really yeah. big chat but done in a way that was just so lovely I came away and I was like oh I feel great now well you and know, don't,
0: don't you become aware more the more you kind of go through this parenting journey I hate that word but I know, you know it's great isn't the, it? the experience of parenting you realize that the older you they get well and you get that the more you have to make space for them to do that it's 100
1: oh, you know
0: a, a toddler will wear their heart on their sleeve a preschooler a junior infant, you know they will let you know what they're thinking and feeling straight away whereas the older they get you kind of have to we say play detective We well, should have called yeah. this <laughs> if we would have got the wrong podcast listeners but this should be called playing detective <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah they'd be very disappointed there was there was there was no who done it at the no, end. No, no mo- murder to solve
0: yet, yet, <laughs> yet,
1: yes. Watch this space.
0: But yeah, I don't get. And okay, now I understand this Kruger effect, which I'm definitely going to go and look up. And Dunning
1: Dunning Kruger effect. Dunning-Kruger. I th- I, 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 I'm thinking now with my dyslexia, maybe it's the. No, it can't be the other way around. No, that is it. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking okay. maybe it's the Cunning druger but that would be ridiculous
0: (laughs) but the part i'm really interested in because i've witnessed this obviously i've worked with kids loads of times but also i'm a parent and we we have loads of parents around us with play dates and sports and all the rest of it and i get interested by the parents that do this and you know they're the first they're the first to pick up the phone to the school or they're the first to do this that and the other but i'm watching the child in the background and Mm. they almost have this wry smile on their face where they're Mm. like huh yeah, my mum yeah, my mum's got this. And they know, they know exactly what happened. They know that they did wrong. But I'm wondering how that plays out. Because if the mum or the dad has all always got their back but to, to a point of disservice, what what what's gonna happen to that child? What's gonna happen when the school are trying to say, No, that's wrong, you can't behave like that
1: yeah I mean so the therapist in me really wants to therapy you live on air and just say well that's a part of your childhood that's being activated in you your part of my reaction
0: to the child oh really okay yeah
1: so when did I mean you don't have to say but maybe this is for all all of us to listen to when did your parents do you a disservice when did your parents (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) how long have you got (laughs) we said we were going to try
1: and keep them shorter Steph but this is so so this is so this is the activation piece Well, when did your parents do you a disservice when did they over advocate on your behalf when they missed the point of seeing what was going on for you when did you when did your parents go and make a big fuss of you which which was really embarrassing and brought you shame but never actually asked you how you were doing okay You know,
0: so this is not about me. But so, if you saw the same thing, you this wouldn't. This would be water off a duck's back. You wouldn't be looking at that child going.
1: I've just enough shit going on in my own (laughs) life.
0: (laughs) I don't have this kind of time.
1: (laughs) Well, do you know what? Do Do you know genuinely what I think is? I would I would be activated and activation for me it's almost like this like a little hamster running around a wheel around my heart area it's that like thud 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 okay and I know I'm being activated and I come home and I write it down in my little book and I take it to therapy with me okay or sometimes I don't need to take it to therapy with me yeah you
0: kind of have to think about it and think about why that triggered you so much
1: Yeah. Or, do you know, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I go into the garden and I do because sometimes the thinking gets our knickers in a right twist and we go round and round in circles. And then we've got a pinboard of the parent and the child and a voodoo doll of them. And like, I'm (laughs) joking, but you see, we can become so obsessed with the other person that we forget that the only person we can control is us. And, you know, what I honestly think, Steph, right, is that that could have been me as a parent. Right. Okay. I, I, and I go in, I try and go into the place of compassion. And I give you an example of this. I um, It was one of my kids' birthdays mm-hmm. on a Saturday. Yeah. And on a Friday, I got a text from a mom saying, hi, is my son invited to your son's birthday party? And I just said, no, crossed wires. He isn't. And I left it at that. Now, this 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 little boy and people might be like throwing rotten tomatoes at me and boo but we have always had parties where we have had a bouncy castle in the garden we have had like the whole fucking school it feels like and I said you know what my youngest is nine now it's time to narrow down on who 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 has been your friend over the last year and this boy because those
0: parties get Like when they're smaller, they're small little bodies and there's 20 of them in your house. You can kind of cope with a glass of wine at the end of it. But when they're (laughs) nine, they're big, right? And you're like, I can't have 20 of you in my house. I'm not going to have a house left.
1: Yeah, but it's also teaching my children, well, not everybody is your friend. You know, we have different levels of friends. So this little boy plays on the same hurling team as my son. And they used to go to the same school a year and a half ago. Okay. Okay. This is how but distant that's it. it is. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Never, never have done play dates with this little boy. Never been in touch over the summer. And so Monday morning came and I got a message from the mum saying, Can you explain to me why you excluded my child? You know, this is, he's been crying all weekend. This is, you know, uh, what else did you say? So you know, weren't, you weren't something... triggered
0: by this. You weren't kind of going, well, th- hang on, one second. Now. I was back I in the, your lane.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it was also my birthday, so I was having my cup of tea and a scone out and about by myself, and I got that like mad thud, thud, thud in my chest. Mm. So when I got that, I knew don't respond yeah. this, is, this is this is the don't, key don't do anything so I forward it to, to my husband because I needed somebody else to help for me when I get that thud 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 sometimes I just need to tell somebody else and that helps alleviate it and that person was my husband because he knows the said family involved and he replied back in his usual self and said something like I didn't even know what he said something <laughs> just, worldly wise something worldly wise like happy birthday we love you loads you know because he'd know uh. that that's because he knows that's probably what I needed to hear rather than an engaging in the like well and then I just sent back a message and I said sure I can explain it to you over the last year we've prioritized people who've made play dates with my son and who've who've hung out with him because like yeah. I don't invite people to my party as an adult Unless, He's
0: not seen in a good few years.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, maybe... Okay, so I had a party for my 40th and I did invite people I hadn't seen in a few years, but they were really good friends. Yeah. Not people who I have nothing to do with. I didn't invite like people from the parish who I never meet, which was effectively what was being asked of us. And I said, sure. We've invited people who have um, played with our son and, um, and that was it. And then she replied back and said, well... I would never exclude a child given the impact it could have on a child, given how children's lives are today. And honestly, that was like a red rag to a bull for me though. Did you reply? No, I did not. I mean, at that point, what can you say and do? But my point in my mind was I've sat in front of children and teenagers who want to kill themselves for 18 years. Mm. I know about exclusion, but I also know the impact of promoting false friendships and a false sense of identity based around um, entitlement to be at parties based on who your family is, rather than a genuine care for my little boy. And and it's not like you had
0: the whole class except him. You're like, exclusion to me. So I would have felt that mother was quite justified if, if there were 20 kids in your son's class and you had 18 of them.
1: Well, they don't even go to the same school oh
0: (laughs) (laughs) or the team the team yeah 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 that's exclusion I understand that I understand and believe you me because of my son I really understand when there's a group of kids that all normally hang out except your son isn't invited and you know it's because his additional needs you know they get embarrassed by it or they can't handle it and I get that I get that but like, there's just a whole nother level when I feel like you're reaching out to a parent, especially if you're not good friends, or the school and saying, well, hang on, you need to sort this out. And like, oh, Beth, and I'm in a few um, groups, Facebook groups for primary school teachers and dance school teachers, and it's getting worse. And since the pandemic, this level of parents getting involved in, but you touch my, you know, this, you... I'm I'm referring to an incident I read about from a dance school, right? You know, dance, obviously, when you get to a certain level, there's a hands-on, you know, you need to put yeah, your yeah. foot here, you need to be here, here. Yeah. And there'd been a complaint, a parent complaint, not that the child was touched inappropriately, not that the child had an issue with it, but that the, that the child had been touched. And this poor dance teacher was completely Aww. freaking out saying do I now put across the dance school that none of the teachers touch the children? Do I need to get the parents to sign something? Do I need to put up CCTV? And I was there going, God, this poor teacher, where have we moved from, you know, I know back in the day, there was an awful lot of stuff that happened that shouldn't have happened and parents should have been involved. But now I feel we've kind of tipped the scales completely the opposite direction. You know, when are we going to let a teacher do their job without being on the phone saying,
1: well, hang on a second? Yeah, it's really sad, isn't it? And and then, but again, like with that woman who complained and with the lady who texted me, I I just try and wish them well. I just try yeah. and be like, do you know what? Whatever is going on in your life that is activating you, because it's not about the being touched, it's not about the party. It's that these people have really deeply embedded inner messages of not feeling wanted, of not being okay, of not feeling accepted. And and, and it comes out, it they spill out in these ways. And it does have huge impact on their children. I mean, it does like there's no two ways about it, because they've missed the bit about relating to somebody. Mm. you know a child and 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 i think as well like i I meet so many parents who can be really critical because this is like a level of hyper criticism we're talking about here you know this kind of how dare you touch my child when they're learning to dance i mean there there is no other way it's like when you get amended in your yoga pose or in your you know you get adjusted because if i could do it i would do it but i can't do it (laughs) i'm here to learn but it's a hyper criticizing and most parents criticise their children three times more than they think they do. This is like the standard parent. But then, you know, I mean, criticism, it doesn't make children hate the parent. It makes children hate themselves.
0: Hang on, you'll have to explain that a bit more. So you said most children, no, most parents criticise their children three times more than they think they do. Yeah. So in, in what way? Giving out to them.
1: I mean, even like... Um,
0: so asking them to tidy up, oh, tidy your mess, put that away, that kind of thing?
1: No, tidy your mess because you're really, you're such a messy person because because I'm always asking you to tidy. It's always the bit at the end, like I was in the library recently and a mom was saying to like a little four-year-old, are you really going to read those amount of books? Because you're never very good at reading all the books that you get from the library. Often you just leave them and you just don't actually read them.
0: Okay. But it just so needs to be subtle. a like... Yeah, it's, but it's, it's really... not, you know, you are this, you are that. It, it's that's a subtle thing that, that I get that that parent doesn't even hear that they're saying
1: that. You don't even hear it. And that's the dangerous thing. You know, that is the really dangerous thing. Parents don't hear. And I, I see it all the time. I mean, in, in, in everyday conversations, you know, I go to pick up a child who's coming to our house for a sleepover and the dad's at the door and says, have you got your teeth? And have you got your toothbrush have you got your toothbrush <laughs> it's like, sorry she's, has this child got false teeth <laughs> she's, 70, she's 72 coming for a sleepover <laughs> and um have you got your toothbrush and she says no and she runs up to get it and the dad says see I have to deal with this kind of lying all the time and this kind of behavior oh my god and I okay. feel so awkward like I almost want to vomit on the spot you know <laughs> I'm like Okay, and I see it all the time, and and you see this is the problem with the parents who do all the shouting is that they're probably also doing all a lot of criticizing as well. Yeah, and and this is, yeah. Anyway, I mean, maybe that's you're one going for down another a rabbit time.
0: Hole. Well, yeah, and it, it would make a great topic because it's certainly one I didn't hear. And I, when you were saying it, I was thinking, gosh, so these parents that I'm talking about, or that our our person that messaged us today is talking about they're almost doing the opposite and probably yeah. doing the opposite because they were very, really criticized. They were really put down. So therefore nobody can say anything or do anything to my child because I have their back and I have their back in such a way <laughs> that I don't even realize I'm doing them a disservice because I don't want them to experience that. Is that, am I psychoanalyzing? Yeah, 100%. Oh,
1: okay. No, 100%. I don't know what psychoanalyzing is, but yeah, 100%. Um, I, I think that like Yeah, and and all we want is to help children build a sense of who they are. Right. And you don't do that at any time. Any time I get that, like, right, that's it. Mama bear feeling. I know that that is totally not the thing I need to do. No. So and it's I, totally he,
0: you being overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: I mean, like if you need if you ever get that feeling, parents, just hold on tight to it. Hold on tight. And this is where all I mean, I don't I've been in therapy for 20 years because of my job and because of my life right I've been in therapy longer than I was a therapist because you have to be otherwise you don't get into the course um but I don't get where people where parents are putting all of their stuff that activates them because they
0: they don't even oh you don't get where they're putting it as in like they're hiding it away kind of thing yeah
1: well well, and and what you were saying is because they don't realize that they're doing it so which is why when I see things on Instagram that drive me this is this this is the stuff if you want to know what drives me bananas which is why I have to come off most social media because I just can't be dealing with it and I just send great information in a weekly email instead is I saw this post on Instagram and it's like this beautiful reel and it's got the music and the colors and even the writing makes you want to go. that's lovely talking about positive affirmations for children Mm -hmm. I mean positive affirmations are lovely But they are not the thing that helps your child develop who they are. Your child develops who they are based on how us as a parent talk to them, how we criticize them and how we support them. And that is worlds away from affirmations. You know, your child saying to your child, you know, you're a strong person. You can handle anything in life. Well, have you taught your child that by how you're responding to them? No, you've gone mental and phoned the school about something that happened on a bus. You've mm. not empowered your child at all, you know. So I see, and and I think this post had like fifty thousand likes, you know. And I thought this is a problem. I don't know if that person has ever sat in front of a suicidal child or a self-harming teenager. Of course, they haven't, of because they, they have. would know that all the teenagers say to me. And the parents say to me as well, I tell them all the time I love them. I tell them they're amazing. And I say, yeah, but you know what? Somewhere along the way, your child doesn't believe that you do. And that that is the work for a family to do. And this starts with reward charts when kids are two or three. This starts with management of behavior at this young age and a total deflection from helping your child. And I know this stuff because I'm an expert. I feel lucky, but I also put a lot of hard work into it. I also go mm-hmm. to my therapy, right? I mean, I don't just know it by osmosis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's those kind of things when you actually think about them, when you're saying to, I just want you to be happy. Well, actually, now you've just given your teenager another thing that you want them to achieve on your yeah. behalf.
1: And who's also says they're ne- not? Maybe yeah. like who says who says that they're not and it's your stuff that is thinking because they're not achieving in the way that you think they should yeah that they you know so this stuff is complex, but maybe I feel now would be a good time to round it up
0: well and, and we I always on t- to
1: this next time do you think
0: yeah, yeah. absolutely but I was just gonna perhaps <laughs> myself as a parent feeling quite overwhelmed hearing all the things <laughs> that we've talked about Wait just to maybe start with something quite simple and I, I always think of Maya Angelou the American poet and writer and author and all the things that she was amazing artist dancer. Um, she always used to say, um, it's really important how you greet a child when they come into the room. And I don't mean the words that you say, but have a think about, and look, I'm guilty of it myself when I've got stuff that needs to get done. And you're being called upon for the 89th time that day. It's that, what do you want? Yeah. If that is your greeting, and I, I'm sorry that you've been bothered for 89 times that day. That's a kid, you know, yeah, that's life. That, that is being a parent. But it's Welcome. like, it's that smile of, hi, are you all right? Can I help you? Whatever it is, it, not necessarily the words that you say, but even think about the look on your face, Yeah, because that is the message that you are giving your kids, that how you feel about them. Yeah. And if, if you are doing that, oh, what do you want? You're, you're basically teaching them that they're a pain in the ass and not to bother you so much. Yeah. So, what do you think and, they're going to do next time they've got a problem?
1: Yeah. And and I'm amazed at the teenagers that come to me and just tell me their day to day bits. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's good, it's sad is the wrong word, but I kind of think, oh, okay, there's no one at home listening to your day to day bits. And the other thing, of course, is this is why I have the camp parenting community, so that all the stuff that you're activated by, I don't mean you stuff, but like listeners can oh, no, activate. I, I'm by, there too. <laughs> But I it's doesn't... that we can we can have these conversations and like we have Helen coming in next week. Oh, this will we've gone out by then anyway, who's a child and family therapist. So people can ask her questions and you can type them down so you can see it. You can see what you're saying. And I can type back and say, well, do you know what? Like we had a great call last week and a parent asked something. Um, and I said, yeah, I just said the first bit, but I left off the last bit because the last bit was kind of your anger talking to the kid and they were like, oh my God, it was great. Now we know, yeah. go on to the next thing. Exactly. You know- and that's
0: the bit, that's the bit. Like listening to this podcast is great and it's enlightening, but it's the, the, the day-to-day moments. And I know we, it, I, I'm sorry if it sounds like a hard sell, but it, it is just the best value for money. If you're having a tough time with your kids, if you're finding things tricky, if you're finding that you're yelling all the time, if your partner's yelling all the time and then looks to you and say, why don't you do something about it? It's like, because yeah. I'm aware that this isn't really what's going on and I, I don't know how to, to to manage this. That is yeah. what the calm parenting community is for and for all the, you know, moany bits of oh, fifth night in a row, my child <laughs> hasn't slept, that's, yeah. cool. that's fine too. And it's just somebody that's going to hear that. Um, And I think
1: as well, though, if you think, oh, well, I'm not shouting, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. You totally, unless you've got 20 or so years of therapy under your belt, you absolutely are, but you don't know it yet.
0: Or you're catching yourself doing it and don't know what to do about it, which is often the point where I get stuck. You know, I yeah. go to shout and I stop but then I'm like, ooh, I don't know what yeah. to do now. Yeah, <laughs> and, I don't know what's yeah. happening. And you yeah. with practice and with the calm parenting community and doing these weekly podcasts. I'm getting better, I'm getting better. And at you're doing welcome. those things, so thank you. Yeah. I'll send you my bill at the end of the
1: year, not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I owe it's
0: you <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a whiskey. Right. <laughs> okay, to recap then. So if you are experiencing those parents, even as a teacher, because I know teachers have to deal with this poop all the time. You know, yeah. if it's the 89th time that parent has rung up, you know, you have to wonder what's going on for them. Why are they dealing with it in this way? And yes, they probably are doing their child a disservice, but you ain't going fixing them. So yeah. you handle it in the best way that you can. And you try and inform your kids as much as you can like I would tell my 12 year old exactly what I think is going on with that situation my nine year old I don't say as much yeah. do you know because I know that's going to be like what what's happening I don't understand yeah you know, so I and all we them. have
1: to say to kids sometimes is like look I mean pff, they're just having a bad time of it
0: yeah and I always say every family's different
1: yeah but don't undermine how that impacts your child as well and say Yeah, and that's that's rotten to be around that really hurts
0: yeah because I often don't... get the mum why can't you do something about this go and tell her go and I'm yeah. not going knocking on that door I'm sorry
1: but isn't it a great lesson to teach kids to say well actually you don't have to because I'm going to yeah. look after you and yeah. you're the most important person here yeah. so let's put on Gilmore Girls have popcorn have ice cream yeah and... yeah you know
0: yeah and it's the hanging out bit that's important
1: yeah. And I mean, as my kids get older, I'm creating more and more space for being available, mm. you know, um, but maybe a, more about that another time.
0: No, and I, I, don't, I don't think I said it on here. I think it, I said it to you personally. My, I knew my daughter was having a hard time, wasn't coming out. It wasn't coming out. So I created, you know, come on, let's go and do this for the afternoon. That's the bit that's important as they get older. Yeah. I think, because uh, like you with your chips, you know, if you mm-hmm. don't create that environment for them to open up, they're not going to open up. They're not going to come and knock on the door and say, I need to talk to you about something. Well, unless it's fairly major. But, you know, if you know yeah. something's off, it's your job to create the space for them. Excellent.
1: Well, that sounded Steph. really, really awkward. Oh, excellent work no i'm thinking excellent work i'm gonna bill you double at the end of the year
0: (laughs) (laughs) this has really worked okay we will talk to you next time next
1: time guys bye the cam parenting community is my online support for parents it's waitlist free and inside is myself and a child and family therapist so together we offer you 42 years experience helping children and family to solve your parenting problems If you want to join us, head to my website, bethanoreardon.com and be the change your children need.